Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation about why seniors need social media for wellness. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Asif Khan, CEO of CareMerge. Asif, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all ours, for sure. Before we get into our discussion today, could you take a few seconds and just inform the audience about your background? Yes, my background is uh, primarily, I think you could consider, from healthcare, healthcare IT. I spent most of my life with GE in various uh, different businesses. My longest stay was with GE Healthcare IT business, where I kind of stayed for about, I would say, eight years and in healthcare business. And before I resigned and started Care Merge, which is really a healthcare communication and care coordination network, if you will. I was at GE. I was responsible for over 3,000 hospital health systems worldwide as a product leader for the radiology infrastructure product that I had. So I bring a lot of experience on the acute care side of the world, which is your hospital system and those, those sorts of acute care entities. But due to a personal event, I started to kind of go into, obviously after resigning from GE, I started Care March, which is more focused on aging population or seniors. So that's a little bit on my background. Perfect. And why don't you keep that conversation going and tell us a little bit more about Care Merge? Think of Care Merge as a solution that is pretty revolutionary in the way healthcare should have been done in the first place. So in healthcare, for example, you and I could be talking about a patient. And there are lots of other people in that mix or who may also be talking about the same patient. But unfortunately, we don't know what they are talking about or doing. And they don't know what we are talking about and doing to the same person. Uh, so KMR really brings that person or the patient in the center and allows all the different care providers, whether it's your nurses or doctors or specialists or home health care or therapists or family members or the patient themselves, to really be in one central place and communicating about the day-to-day care of that patient. So that's really what we do. So it's a patient-centered, person-centered, really revolutionary technology that brings all these different people together in coordinating care for that patient. That's what we do at CareMerge. That's just fantastic. This is a topic that we're very interested lately in our show. We talked to ePatient Dave and to Regina Holiday at HIMSS 15, and we're just really, I think, scratching the surface of having patients be the center of the universe of health IT, as you said, how it should have been in the first place. Tell us about, you focus on a specific part of the market. Tell us about the part of the market you focus on, who your customers are. Right. So we're primarily focused on, if you look at it, where the need and the pain is the most, which is your senior care providers. So whether it's senior living facilities or senior care providers providing care with the elderly patients at home, it could be hospice, palliative care, wherever there is, you know, very elderly population is getting taken care of, those are really our clients. And the reason why we focus in that area is because, like I said, the pain is the most, because for every single elderly patient, you have at least four to five family members that are concerned. You have at least a few specialists involved, so that we grow old, we take more medications, we pain more, get more chronic conditions, we run into issues. So there are multiple specialists involved. 
then there is always some type of physical or occupational therapy that I need to do. And there are things that I need help with on a day-to-day basis. You know, I may need to put in what I put in my shirt I, because of arthritis. I may not be able to close my buttons. So I need somebody to help me with that. So all those different people are actually touching and caring for those elderly patients. But it's, uh, there are subtle things that happen throughout their days, uh, not clinical, right? Because we already know clinical, you know, whether somebody has diabetes or somebody has congestive heart failure. We already know that. But how do you avoid these patients from declining and really understanding what's really going on with them? And the only way you can do it is by bringing all these different people together. Because the siloed information is limited information. It's not enough information. But together, we can actually start to see different trends, any uh, potential downward spiral that we can start to observe because if one person has seen something, the other person may pick up on it and say, hey, you know, I did remember that he was very forgetful of his keys, which is very kind of unique. He's very sharp with his memory in the past. So obviously, you know, you can see that maybe there are already signs of dementia or, you know, I'm just giving you a very simple example to get the listeners to kind of understand what the kind of accomplish. Well, it's really bringing everybody together to make the best choices, and that's where we kind of focus on the senior care providers because elderly cost the most in healthcare. They have the most number of providers involved. They have the most number of chronic illnesses for which they take a lot of medication. Outstanding. We're going to bring another one of our favorite topics on the show in for this conversation with you, Six Reasons Seniors Need Social Media for Wellness. You've learned a lot about social media, about the needs to integrate it for this communication that you're talking about that's important. Tell us about the first one, the first reason seniors need social media for wellness, keeping in touch with family. Why have you found that's important, and how do you facilitate it within your system? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the challenge is as we go, we need more help, and that's where, you know, I may be at home, but my kids, uh, maybe spread across multiple different states. My grandkids are everywhere else. But one thing that's common across all my family or my adult children and my grandchildren is they're all using some type of social networking tool, right? So whether they're using simple group texting or whether they're using Facebook or whether using some type of tool to communicate with each other, communicate with their friends, Leveraging technology to stay in touch with their parents is just amazing. You know, my parents live in Pakistan. They're retired and they do some volunteer work. But guess what? It's such a wonderful thing for my dad to use FaceTime from his iPhone and taxi. You know, so all of a sudden he can see my grandkids, he can see his grandkids, he can see me, I can see him, I can see my mom, I can see the other family members over there. So I think technology is, and besides social media, I mean, just using simple technology and showing our elderly how to use it in the most simplistic manner, it's such a wonderful thing. It keeps them energized. It just keeps them a jolt of energy in the day that they need. And it keeps them in touch with their family members, which are, in today's world, are spread all around the world. And then, I don't want to speak for you, but do I understand it properly that you kind of encapsulate that communication within the clinical system so that, for example, if some provider wanted to communicate to me about my mother's care, 
they could do that in a HIPAA compliant way within the system, within your app, and take care of the medical necessities like HIPAA as they do that. Exactly right. And as we see the newer generation of seniors who are retiring and joining the ranks of this demographic, we're going to continue to see an upward trend in being more responsible for their own health, being more educated in the way they want to manage their care, uh, and be more involved in managing that care. So that's why this platform that we call like CareMerge, you know, as a, as a senior or as a patient, you can actually coordinate care or actually see what, what kind of discussions are going on between the providers and your family members, so you are part of it. But in certain cases where seniors are really not able to use any technology, at your point, that this is where our solutions make it happen, where the staff members or the care providers can communicate effectively with family members in the most effective and simplified manner. So everybody's on the same page. I mean, it's not like your uh, group, uh, think of it as a HIPAA-compliant, secure group messaging between providers and family members. Exactly. The next two reasons for seniors to use social media for wellness, finding old friends and making new friends. How do you help facilitate that in your system or within your product set? So I think one of the things that I always talk about is like if you choose Facebook or anybody does, or they find their iFood friends, you know, my dad has found friends in, in, on Facebook that he never really, that he hasn't really seen them in like 40 years. It's just amazing. So I think those types of social media where everybody or most of the people in the world is connected, it's really nice because, you know, you can catch up on from a perspective of like, okay, you know, okay, we graduated together in college. Where did life take you? Where did life take me? And sometimes it's uh, it's really a nice way to connect with family members or sorry, even your old friends and just have that connection that you lost at one time to kind of get connected again. Uh, whereas in finding new friends, what we are finding is that, in, let's say, for example, in Kmart, we have a product called the Community Social, which is like a secure, community-specific social network. When I say community, it's like a, in a specific area. Because uh, when you grow old, you really, what we learned is, you know, people become more functional. So the rest of the world may use Facebook for entertainment or, you know, a whole bunch of other things. Whereas when you grow old, you really are looking for functional outcomes out of anything that you do. So how can I be more effective the way I approach things? So making new friends is, although it's, from a, when we grow old, it becomes very challenging to make new friends. Nobody kind of makes new friends in Facebook because, you know, it's kind of like weird. But if I'm in a community, so imagine you're living in an area where there are four, 500 people that are also seniors or need some type of assistance or growing old, you all have that certain one thing common, which is your location. And based on that, there are lots of things what we have seen as this start to happen. So if you're in a very small community, so you can actually start to search for, hey, you know, well, I like to do, let's say, gardening, and I love to listen to jazz. And let's see in my community who else likes that. So a very quick search allows you to kind of find out, okay, who who these uh, people are, then I can kind of stay, get in touch with them. Because they're physically located near me, I can actually uh, walk over and introduce myself, uh, you know, at some point in time. We can create a little community group that's focused on gardening and or jazz. And then out of that, we can create an event 
that focus on a jazz event, we can bring in a jazz player and then bring the rest of the community in. It's really making new friends and giving people once they retire or at the time they have, like giving them ability to find purpose and meaning and active lifestyle. So that's the way we can approach finding new friends, make it more functional, more meaningful and more local. With that, we'll take a quick break. Intrepid Healthcare will be right back with Asif Khan. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world-class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website at www.ctghs.com. And we're back with Asif Khan, CEO of CareMerge. Asif? One of the other reasons that you've talked about the seniors needing social media is many seniors keep working, whether it's on a volunteer basis or on a paid basis after retirement. And one of the things your system can do is to help connect them with those opportunities. Right. So that's where, again, you know, the, the local and the functional orientation of our solution make sense because if I'm local, I don't have to find somebody thousands of miles away to do something. If I can see in my local community, hey, there is an event or maybe there's an event for the homeless or I quickly can understand what I need to do, how I can volunteer my time, what are the different events that are coming up where I can be of help. So again, giving people really meaningful purpose and as part of an active lifestyle so they can get engaged in their community and having an impact in their community. Uh, you know, just because you're growing old doesn't mean you cannot be impactful, right? I mean, you, you're growing old, you bring a lot of wisdom to the table and you're still functioning. So, you know, why stop? Why why not you know, collaborate and why not contribute to your local community? Because one thing that's very challenging when you grow old is mobility, right? You cannot travel, you cannot drive far away, but guess what? You can walk five minutes, or maybe if you're on a wheelchair, you can still do that. So it's really giving a really sense of purpose to a local community and engaging these residents in that local community. So if you look at different schools, uh, you know, they may have an event where the elderly can go read books. Teachers are always looking for people to come in and help out and talk about a profession. So the sky is the limit when you really think about that. Where you want to take it is up to you. But what we're trying to give them is a local simple solution and I guess the other piece is interface is very key when you're going to give tools for seniors it has to be very simple key buttons that I can click on and be able to just jump on it and do it it's not a very complex interface which is something that we can continue to figure out and continue to improve upon is also that that's a very key aspect of it. So that's the way we kind of look at it, is by giving everybody an ability so they can make an impact in the local community. And the next one, 
I tell you, is probably the main reason I use social media. And if there's a way that within your system you can help, especially those that are learning and researching about whatever maladies they may have as they age. So the next one is learn and research as a reason seniors need social media. Does your system facilitate that learning or help them jump off into public sites for that? How does that work? I think it's just the more we all care much. I mean, I think learning is a human desire, no matter what type of person you are, you want to learn about something. And when you have a lot of time in your hands and as you grow old, you have mobility issues. One thing that is pretty amazing is that your desire to learn never stops, right? As a human being, we are extremely curious people or curious species, actually, <laughs> people, is not the right way to say it, but curious species, and also powered by a really nice size uh, and active brain, so we can consume a lot and understand it. So I think it just goes beyond care merge, and, you know, just uh, having a simpler interface to just do a web search or showing your loved ones, if you are seniors, showing them how to type in what you like to do. So if you'd like to learn more about World War II, Guess what? There's no better tool than Google, right? Just go to google.com, type in World War II, and then you can look at videos, you can look at pictures, you can look at stories, you can look at, you can do a whole bunch of stuff, you know, by just typing in those three, four words on Google. So that's more like, I think, keeping your mind and your brain active and really understanding, uh, giving them ability to think and, and get to follow their passion. Great. And the, the last reason seniors need social media for wellness, helping with gifting and finding sales. This, I found, really resonated with me, especially with a older mother who wants to keep up and wants to buy cool gifts for my child and my nieces and nephews. What are your thoughts on this one? I think uh, there are actually quite a few research papers out there that shows that seniors actually have more expendable income than any other generation, at least, uh, you know, these days. So that's one piece of it. And I think getting a present, going to a store, again, it goes back to mobility. As we are grandkids and we are seniors, we want to get them stuff that's purposeful or meaningful to them or help them in whichever way possible. Or maybe it's just a simple entertaining toy. Uh, but, you know, the key thing is who's going to go to a store First, you have to drive there. Then you have to figure out, to, to walk around a whole bunch of piles to find whatever it is and buy something. Then you have to gift wrap it. Then you have to put something on it. Then you have to go to the mailbox to mail it. Oh, boy. You know, I'm just tired explaining this right now. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at from from senior's perspective, they know their granddaughter likes that type of dolls or they not like a certain type of uh, building toys. It's very simple. Again, you know, I can go to Google, I can type in that specific thing, I can see which other stores are doing it, and I can click on it, put my credit card, it's probably already there on the web, and you can get it delivered with a note and a nice gift wrap, right, or extra few bucks. So how powerful is that to get connected with your loved ones and to send stuff stuff up? But by no means, I'm a a big fan of, uh, you know, just buying stuff, you know, I kind of... Bikes have not, is not necessarily optimal because there's only a limit to, or actually there's no limit to buying stuff. But I think it's more of a once in a while, as a, as a loved one, you want to do something for somebody's birthday or some special day somebody's graduated. 
it's just like uh, or or gifting somebody like your college tuition. Who knows? You know what you want to do. There's a thousand ways you can do it without moving out of your chair and, and your computer in front of you. Yeah, exactly. Well, this has been a fascinating discussion about reasons senior seats social media. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, what exciting things do you have planned the rest of the year for your customer base? What's coming up from CareMerge as you continue to grow and thrive in the market? Yeah, I think some of the pieces that we are really interested in is how to use this information that seniors are, what they are doing on CareMerge or at a community level, and then tie that to their clinical well-being or their physical well-being. So it's really start to kind of get into the predictable analytics perspective. So if you're a senior and you fit into a certain demographic and you live in Arizona and you do certain things, well, what does that mean with respect to your conditions that you have to use or you have congestive heart failure, right? Are there certain, certain things that you're doing can help you live a better, longer, healthier life away from these uh, bad clinical events? Or are there things that you can potentially avoid from getting into a clinical dilemma. So I think as we kind of move forward, we're starting to see a tremendous amount of data around how seniors they engage, how they do what they do, and then correlate that information with their clinical or medical information and really start to understand what we can do to avoid bad things from happening in the first place. Now, this is very powerful because not only powerful for the seniors, especially the seniors who are now the, the generation that's now growing old, because they're very well aware of their wellness. They're very well aware of their limitations. they already on the Internet understanding their conditions. So it becomes very powerful for them. But it, it's even more powerful as a society. It's even more powerful as a country. Our healthcare expenses are just really extremely high and a lot of it is going to waste in a way, you know, waste in the lack of communication, waste in the reactionary things that we do instead of really taking a step back and say why, how can we avoid bad things from happening to people in the first place? And I think this is really where we are trying to find out is how do you take proactive actions, whether it's the seniors or whether they're caretakers based on what they're doing or living their lives and really start to figure out how to avoid any bad things happening to them from a clinical perspective. So it's very exciting, and by no means we're there, but that's like where we're charting. Well, it is exciting, Asif, and you guys, as you said, are right in this hard part of the market that's underserved, so I wish you tremendous success, especially as I advocate with my senior mother, who's not always, uh, I can say it, not ever, treated fairly by the system. It's really a rough system to navigate. And when you're a senior and you may not have all your faculties and you're slower thinking and slower moving, to have a system like your system that will help coordinate the transitions of care and medication reconciliation, I can really see how that'll be helpful. So congratulations to you and your team for filling a great need in the industry right now. No, thank you so much. We need uh, definitely champion supporters like yourself and others in the industry who feel that pain of it's, it's, a, it's a very difficult time in everybody's life, not only seniors, but you know, adult children like us who are trying to go care and it becomes very 
daunting. So you need somebody full time to be coordinating all this stuff related to my parents. What we're trying to do is simplify that and really give a peace of mind and give back the quality of life everyone deserves. And that's an important task. Before we run out of time, could you let people know where to go to contact you and or learn more about CareMerge? People can definitely go to our website, caremerge.com, and find out all the different things that we're doing. And I guess join us in this cause of <laughs> giving a quality of life back to everybody. And certainly, you know, since we talk about social media, you can reach us via Twitter. Our handle is at caremerge, so C-A-R-E. E-R-G-E, or they can personally contact me at you know, the Twitter handle is at Asif, A-S-I-F-K-H-A-N, this is my personal last name, and we look forward to connecting people. If, if somebody wants to just send us an email, the best way to reach us is info at caremarks.com, and we also have an 800 number, it's 888-996-6993. So there are all different ways to reach us, we're here to help, and to contribute with everybody else and making a difference in our senior spot. Asif, thanks for joining us for this special episode, for educating on social media, and for telling us more about Care Merge. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Really enjoyed it. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Asif Khan, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. What you, what you want? What you, what you want? Come on.